Hello, my name is Kerry and today we'll be reading from Luke 12, 13 to 21, all about the rich young fool. Someone in the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. Jesus replied, Man, who appointed me a judge or an arbiter between you? Then he said to them, Watch out, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. And he told them this parable. The ground of a certain rich young man yielded an abundant harvest. He thought to himself, What shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, This is what I'll do. I'll tear down my barns and build bigger ones. And there I will store my surplus grain. And I'll say to myself, You have plenty of grain laid up for many years. Take life easy, eat, drink and be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it will be with whoever stores up things for themselves, but is not rich towards God. Funerals, sadly, can be a time of tension when it comes to money and the sharing of an inheritance. And Jesus clearly didn't want to be drawn into family politics. But as always, he uses this opportunity to talk about an issue that is pertinent to all of us. The issue of money and especially of greed. Greed is an overwhelming urge to have more of something, usually money or possessions. To have more than you need. It actually comes from an old English word, greidig or ferocious, which means always hungry for more. And Jesus warns us to guard against all kinds of greed in whatever form that may take. So what is the problem? This parable can make us all feel a little uncomfortable. What is it that this man has done wrong? He's had a good year, a bumper harvest and has decided to put some aside for his retirement. I think we can all have some sympathy with that. Work hard and then at the end of our lives... Take life easy, put our feet up. But if we take a closer look at this parable, we realise that this is really all about him. There are many references to my and I in this parable. My crops, my barns, my surplus grains. And while it is prudent to think about our futures, God does not intend to bless us for our benefit alone. He intends our blessings to be a source of blessings to others too. It's worth thinking about why we hoard. And before we pass judgment, it's easy to start hoarding ourselves. And maybe there's lots of reasons for that. Jesus said that our lives do not consist in the abundance of our possessions. Yet we live in a world that seems to tell us otherwise. So it's good for us to reflect on why we store or hold on. It can be through fear of the future, a need to be in control, an inability to see the needs of those around us, or simply because we think we should have some say about how we spend our own money. What is it that makes money so appealing? Status, security, or so we think, power, freedom and significance to name a few. 
It's no wonder we hanker after it. Yet Jesus warns us, knowing its toxic side, knowing its tendency to draw us away from him and to make us very self-absorbed. God had something to say to the young man. That very night your life will be demanded from you. Then he will get your wealth. He rebuked him for storing up things for himself and not being rich towards God. And I'd like us to think for a minute about what that phrase means, being rich towards God. I think it means treasuring the things God treasures, our relationship with him and with one another, our concern for the marginalised and the poor, having compassion for others. I believe it means investing financially in the life of the church and in God-centred ministries, giving regularly, having positive relationships and attitudes towards our friends, our neighbours, our families and our communities. And recognising God is our security. Recognising that it's in him that we have significance. Recognising that all these things, these possessions and money, are only temporary and fragile. And we've definitely witnessed that over the last few months. So how can we respond to all this? Be intentional about giving away regularly. Be aware of the prompting of the Holy Spirit for those one-off gifts. Have an open-hearted and an open-handed attitude to money and possessions. Have a grateful heart, realising that all you have has been given to you by God. Learn to be content with what you have. In 1 Timothy it said, But godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into this world and we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. Those who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. Learn to enjoy the simple pleasures of life. They really don't cost much. Watch the sunset, read a good book. Go for a nice walk with a friend. Ask how you can be a blessing to somebody today. And here's an extra challenge for us. Give without craving for the attention or for the thanks from others. In other words, give anonymously. And your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for all that we have. We thank you that everything we have comes from your hand. Give us open hearts and hands and see who we can be generous to today. Amen.